What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. All right, we're live again. Uh, Auburn Undercover kind of live show post game here. I've got Nathan King. Uh, he is in Tuscaloosa walking back to his car right now, actually. Um, post Iron Bowl, we'll give people a little bit of time here to filter in. Um, you know, we're going to recap the Iron Bowl. And obviously, the big thing that's on a lot of people's mind right now is the coaching search. Uh, but first off, we're going to kind of look at the Iron Bowl and what was a 49 to 27 loss for Auburn. I think. I think you can be encouraged by some things you saw, um, specifically the running game. And that's the first thing I'll kind of ask you about, Nathan. I mean, Auburn goes for 318 rushing yards. Uh, I saw you retweet it, that that was the most that any FBS school has put on Alabama since Nick Saban has been there. Kind of just what did you see in the running game out of Auburn today? And just what did you see overall out of that offense and kind of what led to this loss? Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't just FBS. I think that that number came out initially because uh, some people were hesitant about that. Remember, they played Georgia Southern, and that's the that's the Nick Saban tin horn uh, <laughs> quote. But no, Georgia Southern in 2011 did not have more yards. This is the most rushing yards any team has ever put on a Nick Saban Alabama team, which is <laughs> which is ridiculous. All it took was a completely shuffled, re, you know, completely reshuffled offensive staff, right? That's all you had. But uh, this was a game where exactly what it has done under Cadillac Williams in the past few weeks, and that's fight, particularly on offense. I think the defensive issue sort of came to a head. Um, we knew that this pass rush is pretty good. We knew the secondary is pretty good. But when they're not really working in tandem, one one without the other, um, things get pretty difficult. And so, you know, Bryce Young was pretty much able to do whatever he wanted to. But like you said, lots of encouraging stuff on the offensive side. And really, you know, Christian, we were we were talking about it in the box in the in the third quarter. Somebody made the comment, man, this is about this is the most entertaining three touchdown game I've ever seen. Like Auburn's down, Auburn's down by 21 points, but man, they just kept on fighting. Um, Robbie Ashford has to have earned the respect of of Auburn fans this season. Number one, because of the way he performed in this game. Um, second hundred yard game of the season. He's the first player since Cadillac in 2003 to go for multiple rushing touchdowns in an Iron Bowl first Auburn player. But also after the game, he you know, he said he's been dealing with multiple injuries. And you know, as you and I know, that's that's not an uncommon thing, especially for a quarterback. Um, but man, he just ran down the list of, of all the all the crap he's had to deal with um, this season. So, like you said, it, it's encouraging in, in a lot of ways. Which people who don't know much about this series and don't know what it's looked like in Tuscaloosa, um, you know, probably from the outside, that doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. But um, you know, you and I know what this game looks like when it goes to Tuscaloosa. And it looks pretty bad. And, and this was a game where Auburn had a lot of good things going for it in, in what I just think overall, in, you know, in what might be the final game for Cadillac Williams as head coach, what is likely the final game for him as head coach. Um, they sent him out in, in a way where they fought for him and, and he was proud of them after the game. And so, um, you know, now things turn to the to the coaching search. But, you know, there, there was a lot of issues still that reared up for Auburn that they've they've had all season long. Um, but really, I mean, if you if you're looking ahead to next year, Robbie Ashford and Jarquez Hunter, assuming Tank Bigsby goes to the NFL, that should be a pretty formidable rushing attack, regardless of whoever the coach is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was one of my biggest takeaways once we got towards the end of the game there was just Robbie Ashford's just gutsy performance. I don't know how well you could see it from the box, but from the TV perspective, you could tell he was hurting. He did not look good out there. Um, you could tell he was grimacing. It looked like towards the end of the game, he was even holding back tears a little bit, just 
from kind of fighting through the pain, but he puts up a pretty impressive performance. He has, in my mind, the best throw of the season on that touchdown to Javarius Johnson. He had more touch there on that kind of, I know it's just a basic 20 yard touchdown, but you know, that's more touch than he's had on a lot of throws. Usually he would sail that out of bounds, uh, stuff like that. So you kind of feel like the next head coach, he'll probably go out and get a quarterback through the portal, but you feel pretty good about having a kind of piece of clay that you can work with there in Robbie Ashford. You know, you have a very talented athlete um, and you need to work with him a little bit, but you know, you feel pretty good about what you have there at quarterback, maybe now more so than you did just kind of a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think you've seen a lot of strides, um, not the best passing performance. Apologies. I'm crossing the street. It's kind of loud. Um, you know, not the best passing performance um, for him in this game, but like you did mention that, that throw to Javarius Johnson, that's the best. I mean, in pra- I think you tweeted it in practice anywhere. That's I mean, anytime I have seen Robbie Ashford throw in American football, that is the best I've seen it. Um, just just really, really good throw. Like you said, there's a lot of tools. Cadillac Williams said after the game that Robbie is the, one of the best athletes he's ever seen. NFL, college, coach, player, one of the best ones he's ever been around. So like you, like you said, there's, there's a lot to mold with there. Um, and, you know, Cadillac after the game was – was pretty emotional um, in his post-game press conference. Really, you know, we talked a lot about uh, these guys. You know, a guy like Robbie was putting it on the line, and that's a good that's a good note by you. Um, I mean, I, no, it wasn't super noticeable. His um, his injuries weren't really noticeable from up in the press box from from so far away. Um, yeah, it, it's you know, you saw that he was playing hard, but I didn't know that it was um, to that extent where it was noticeable on the TV. You know, these these guys gave it all um, for Cadillac, and he was he was teary eyed post-game talking about how proud of him um, you know, he was. And, you know, it was interesting. There were talking, I asked a bunch of guys about what his post, what Cadillac's post-game message was. You know, a couple of them said, look, you know, he told us that even if he's not the head coach, even if he's not on the staff, um, we need to stick together. Um, you know, talking a lot also about harnessing this feeling because look, Cadillac's been uh, increasingly transparent, I think with us over the past couple weeks um, about just how bad this thing was over the course of the season. And, you know, he's, he said, he said again tonight in not so many words, look, these kids have been through a lot. These kids were hurting. They were broken. And he said, look, that's on me. He raised his hand. He said, that's on me too. I'm on this staff. Um, but basically, you know, he was referencing a lot of the issues that this team had under Brian Harson. Um, and, you know, just, just, he just reiterating how proud he is of this team um, for coming back over, you know, over these, these past four games. And really, even though they you know, it ended in a 22 point loss, uh, which Auburn covered, I guess, good for them. Uh, you know, even though it ended in a three touchdown loss, um, it really, I just don't think it should be overshadowed as I'm sure we're about to get into the coaching search and that's going to be dominated here, you know, for the next few days until Auburn next couple days, hopefully not a few days. Gosh, if we get to, if we get to midweek, I'm not sure what I'll do, but, um, yeah, I, I don't want that to be, I, I think, you know, people are going to remember what Cadillac did for a long time. Um, and, and even though it didn't, the score did not look that way. Um, you know, the, how the players fought should definitely should not be overshadowed at all and and Robbie Ashford who whom you mentioned is probably the best example of that in this game in terms of putting his body on the line and uh, and fighting for this team. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Cadillac said on the, uh, you know, going into the second half on the CBS broadcast, he said, you're going to see it. You're going to see a different Auburn team in the second half. And I think, I think you did to, uh, in kind of a little bit, but I yeah, even think only, in the got first out, half, only got outscored by a point in the second half. Yeah. And even in the first half, you know, it should have been closer than it was. And that kind of sums up the game whole in terms of just, you know, it seemingly a missed call there on the muffed punt. Um, and then, you know, Jarquez Hunter bounces into John Samuel Shanker and fumbles and Alabama goes on to score. So, couple of kind of costly mistakes there end up making it a little bit more lopsided than maybe the game was. But overall, you're not taking moral wins out of this, but I think Auburn should feel encouraged. I think fans should feel encouraged by kind of what they saw Saturday. Um, but obviously that would be glossing over everything that happened on Saturday morning, which would be you know, I streamed earlier today with uh, Mark Murphy and Jason Caldwell. And at that point, um, Kiffin was, I had said on the stream, Kiffin was about 99% out and about five minutes after the stream, um, he officially, I don't think he's officially signed anything yet, but it's, you know, it's announced now that he plans to sign an extension with Ole Miss, um, fully removing him from Auburn's coaching search. And, and, you know, at the, at the time it looked like Hugh Freeze was going to be the favorite. And as of right now, uh, I, I would still agree with that. I think Hugh Freeze is the odds on favorite to land the position right now, but, you know, we've heard some rumblings about, Maybe going after a, you know, trying to t- get a big Hail Mary tomorrow, going for a home run, making a run at some other guys. You know, guys that we've seen in the uh, mentioned before were James Franklin from Penn State, Dan Lanning from Oregon, uh, even Brian Johnson from the Eagles. Someone brought him up in the comments as well. Um, so you wonder if it's a guy like that. You wonder if it's a guy that, you know, we haven't heard his name so far. Um, you know, we haven't really been able to find a name out so far, but we do feel confident knowing that Auburn isn't necessarily 100% locked in on Hugh Freeze right now. And it seems like they're still, you know, at least checking around and seeing what else they can find. Yeah. I mean, as, as we talk about this right now, well, first of all, you know, let's, let's, let's back up through everything that's happened today. Um, because man, it's been a, it's been a long day of all this. Like you said, um, woke up this morning with, uh, you know, with, with Kiffin zeroed in, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty sure that he was still the top option um, for them. And, and I think it should be made clear, you know, I, I put this in our story about Kiffin, but, you know, this is not, um, you know, they, he did not turn them down. Lane, Lane Kiffin did not have an offer from Auburn. He did, he, th- th- this, this process did not reach the point. Um, like Jason reported on our site, um, either yesterday or a couple days ago, Auburn was never going to make, never going to extend an official offer to any candidate until Sunday. That remained true. So Lane Kiffin was not given an offer. Um, it just didn't work out between the two sides for them to, for them to move forward with this. And like we've been talking about for a few weeks now, Hugh Freeze made a lot of sense as the one B. What you've seen over the past, so, so then, so sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. So then you had, you know, national reports coming through, um, you know, that, that Auburn, has been in talks with Hugh Freeze for for a while. Um, it's possibly going over you know contract details with him about becoming Auburn's uh, you know next head coach. Um, and, and really you know the the buzzword was that you know that Auburn the buzz phrase I guess was that Auburn's targeting Hugh Freeze as his next coach. That is completely accurate. 
Um, you know, and that backs up what we've been reporting for a couple weeks. But at the end of the day, you know, the, it's it's not a certainty. And it wasn't a certainty. It, it was never a certainty with Lane Kiffin. For as much as it seemed like he was headed to Auburn, you know, maybe, what, four or five, six days ago. Um, you know, obviously, number one, that didn't come to fruition. And number two, we knew how much of a, of a wild card he was, you know, just in his own right. Now you have the hang up with a guy like Freeze, and this is this has been the past few hours, Christian. You know things, things that you know we're learning about this as it as it goes along. Um, there is there is a hang up here. There there is you know that I'm not sure how Auburn maybe didn't see this coming, but you know obviously we don't have all the details of it. But um, you know a couple things. Number one is just the blowback um, from so many fans. You know th- this was something where um, you know the, the Hugh Freeze has a, you know a lot of Auburn fans would you know would be okay with the Hugh Freeze hire when, and is going to support the coach no matter what. Um, and then, you know, for, for, you know, decent, you know, decent enough reasons, obviously, you know, you, you can't really judge anybody for having some apprehension about a Hugh Freeze hire. Um, and so, you know, that this fan base has been pretty splintered, I would say today. I mean, I'm sure you would agree, Christian, but we've not only yes. we've seen on the board, but we've seen on Twitter as well. Um, it's, it's polarizing. It's, it's, a, it'd be a controversial move. And the thing is, it's, it's not even a controversial move. It's a controversial development right now. Yeah. So, you know, that's how coaching searches go. So, you know, there's been a lot of blowback. Um, you know, what we've been told and what I'm sure people have seen um, is that Auburn's getting flooded. They're getting flooded with emails. You know, that 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 athletic department, Samford Hall, um, you know, a lot of people are, are voicing their displeasure. And, you know, just the bottom line, and I, and I won't touch on this too much longer just because I don't want to continue to ramble about things that we don't have a lot of details about at the moment. Although I know this to be a fact right now that there is at least a lot of people coming in with those sorts of with those sorts of comments to Auburn um you know at the end of the day if you're John Cohen your job is to make money for the athletic department and make them successful and if you have a bunch of fans telling you hey man we ain't coming to games if this guy's the coach then that has to raise some red flags and so I do believe that's that's made a pushback um is it a pushback enough to a point where Auburn doesn't make a hire on Sunday I think that's very possible I think it's very possible we get through Sunday now without Auburn making a move, because I do think this is a major hang-up. I don't know if the New Mexico State result is as big of a deal as it's made out to be, but I do know for a fact Auburn wasn't expecting that. Um, you know, at the same time, you know, if you're going to play that game, um, you know, you got to keep the same playing field for a guy like Kiffin. You know, I think a lot of Auburn fans were excusing yes. him losing four out of his last five regular season games. Um, you know, Hugh Freeze losing as a you know, 20, what was it, 26-point underdog is obviously – um, you know, a little bit, a little bit rougher of a look, but yeah, I mean, from, from everything, it seems like it's trending right now. And of course, you know, I would encourage anybody you know, who's a subscriber to go, to go to the site and check out what we've got. Um, you know, when it, whenever we post our latest update, we'll have one either tonight or tomorrow morning. If you're not a subscriber, we have a 75% off black Friday deal that goes, um, until the end of the day on Monday, but you know, we'll, we'll see which way this thing turns. But as of right now, um, it does seem like there's a lot of pushback on freeze. And like you mentioned, Christian, um, you know, you could have a situation where they try to swing for a big candidate and there, you know, we've, we reported on our site, James Franklin before, maybe that's a possibility. Um, you talk about Brian Johnson from the Eagles. His name has, his name has popped up. You know, we, we, we know that he's had contact with Auburn. His name has popped up recently. The thing is, Christian, you think back to, and I'm not trying to just compare Auburn to, you know, what, what, what was a pair of incredible coaching hires last year, because that's just, you know, that's just too easy, but. You think back to Lincoln Riley. You think back to Brian Kelly. Nobody saw that coming until the day it happened, and that's because you keep that's because you keep those kinds of things under wraps because you know how detrimental those could be to those bigger programs. 
Um, and, you know, we've seen throughout this coaching search, we've seen, you know, John Cohen said a couple weeks ago in that interview with Andy Burcham, he said, you know, the quieter, the better with this thing. We've seen how, you know, reports and leaks and all that kind of stuff. We've seen how damaging that can be. What kind of an effect did it have on Lane Kiffin? It sent a ton of Auburn fans into a frenzy today with Hugh Freeze. They haven't even hired anybody yet. But, you know, leaks and reports are going to are going to send people into a tizzy. So um, I would not be surprised if Auburn, you know, tries to swing for the fences with somebody here in the next few days. Obviously, that is less likely. But at the end of the day, Christian, Hugh Freeze, I think, could still be on the table um, maybe as a as another backup option. Or they're continuing to to string him along. So a lot of craziness, um, you know, but I, I do think we'll we'll get a lot more clarity here within the next 24 hours. And that's one thing I want to say before we go, Christian, is that, you know, I think I think at the, the beginning of every day over the past four or five days, we've said, you know, we'll probably learn a lot within the next 24 hours. That's been true every day. There has been something new in this coaching search every single day. And I don't I don't even know if that many people pegged today game day as a day that we would learn a lot. And it might have been the most revealing day of all in the entire search. So um, I say that just to say, I think I think we've done a really good job of covering it. Um, I think when the Hugh Freeze stuff happened this morning, like I posted on our board, it should not have come as a surprise to anybody. You know, we had we had shared for a long time that Kiffin was the ace, and if he fell through, Hugh Freeze was a viable backup. And so, uh, you know, I just say that to say, if, if you know, if you're not on our board um, and you're not number Auburn undercover subscriber, like I said, 75% off, you guys can get it. Um, it's a great deal. It's our best deal of the year until until Cyber Monday. So, join us number one to get some good intel, but number two, just because this whole thing has been crazy, and uh, it's nice to have a community of other Auburn fans to to talk to during all this. So. Should be crazy, um, and we'll see what happens here in the next 24 hours because we'll likely get another update in some form or fashion. Yeah, absolutely. I think, especially when it comes to Hugh Freeze, you know, we'll get a good idea tomorrow um, in terms of where things stand. Uh, you know, if it were to be Hugh Freeze, I personally would expect to see that tomorrow. Um, but that, that's not a guarantee. That's more so a guess. And you know, if the longer it goes on, if we get into Monday or even Tuesday, then I think you would start to look at some other candidates, maybe some other new names might pop up or you might circle back on some guys, but you know, we'll see all the latest updates for you guys over at auburnundercover.com, auburn247.com. Nathan, travel safely. I think you're actually staying the night in Tuscaloosa if I remember correctly, but travel safely on your way back to Auburn, whenever that may be. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll keep having coverage for you guys uh, here on Facebook, YouTube, and over on the site. 